What's going on, everybody? My name is Q, a.k.a. The People's Planner, and welcome to the I'm Just Saying podcast, brought to you by The Clever Group. Think of this podcast as a blend of your favorite late-night conversations where every Wednesday I'm going to bring you my unfiltered perspectives around all the challenges that we face as a young generation, from life, pop culture, to, of course, money, right? And even address a lot of the issues that you probably scared to talk about. I'm just saying. If you think you're ready for that, let's be clever. So one of the things that I've been personally battling for a while, um, all my life actually, is ADHD. So ADHD, for those who don't know, stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder. Um, So ADHD is basically a brain disease, a brain disorder. It's a crippling effect in the brain um, where we are, you know, folks who suffer with it with neurodivergence. there's some disconnect between our function systems, right? Um, our ability to process things, um, our ability to just make decisions, um, all of that are constantly affected. And it's primarily based off of the dopamine that we, um, that your body normally produces whenever you have a reward for something, whenever you complete a task, whenever you do anything that's rewarding, right? We have a, a crippling portion of our brain um, kind of mixed up in that because our body doesn't produce that dopamine enough for us to feel engraved. So we constantly need to, to stay stimulated in some aspect. Um, it's almost like if you want to break it down and describe it as like diabetes in the brain. But um, it's very it's very much a struggle on a day in and day out basis. I, I promise you that. And there's a cousin version of ADHD. So it's the ADD. So it's without the hyperactivity version. Um, but they're still including the family as well. Um, Alongside autism, too. So autistic folks also have some traits of ADHD that often compare it with each other. I just don't know if the inattentiveness is there or not. I have to look that one up. I'm not really sure. But overall, I mean, just being somebody who's personally, you know, been suffering and struggling with ADHD, it's a real thing. And it's a challenge in a lot of different areas. Um, the three big pillars of, you know, the disease, the, the disorder, ADHD, is inattentiveness, impulsivity, and hyperactivity. So when you break down inattentiveness, there are really times when somebody can be talking to me and I'm listening, I'm trying my best to listen to every word that you're saying and I heard nothing. Like I just clocked out mid-sentence. Like as you were talking, like I just, I I, I didn't mean to, but I just like stopped paying attention. I'm just looking at you. And there are times when I could be in the middle of a sentence of explaining something. I don't even know what my train of thought went. Like, I don't even know what the hell I was going with the, with the whole theme of the topic. So that's what's living with somebody, you know, that's how somebody is who has ADHD probably on a constant daily basis when there there's things that just your brain is running nonstop all day long. And it, it causes that inattentiveness where it seems like you're just distracted more easily. Um the second part of it is the impulsivity. So the impulsivity part is kind of similar, but it's really where things become so impulsive, where I, for me personally, once again, an idea that, you know, I would wake up at random times and like, just book a flight. We're going to just book a flight and just make this decision. Like you're going to just, it's very much, it can be very taxing on you and your, your partner and your family and your job because of the impulsive nature of having ADHD because you can just instantly just wake up and then there's a decision in your head and you just feel it and you just go, right? And, and the last part, the hyperactivity. So we're constantly moving. We're the busy bodies. We will talk all day long. We talk your head up. We make sense when we do talk. 
But uh, the hyperactive part is really, you know, that's where our energy level is. We're always full of energy. We're always those enthusiastic ones. So uh, that can often always also be a challenge, right? Because our energy levels are sometimes way off compared to everybody else's energy level, right? We're the, we're the ones with all the motor. And everybody else is just sometimes slow, right? So any slow type of environment really bothers us because our nerves get bad, right? Um, but those three things really make up what ADHD is. And like I said, it's a dopamine issue, right? Uh, we get bored fast. We lose interest fast. We get distracted easily. Or we could go into hyper-focus mode where we can be overly focused on one particular thing for a longer period of time than normal. So all of those things are just, you know, it's a struggle. It's a battle on a constant basis. Um, and if you are somebody who, as a partner, if you have a partner who has ADHD, or if you're an uh, employer, if you're a business owner, and you have an employee who has ADHD or, you know, coworkers with ADHD, I think it, it, really, would, it really would benefit you to do a little bit of research on how to handle folks with this because it's different. It's a different type of disease and disorder because we're perfectly normal. It's just that our brains are a little bit different. Um, and if you don't understand it, then there are going to be some disconnects because what I personally don't like, that pisses me off a lot, but I just it's hard to really explain, is when you know, you know you're suffering and battling with this, but then folks really don't understand. And ADHD often gets confused with either we're being lazy uh, we're not, it, we're really like not trying. Um, we we're yeah, it's just all of that just kind of plays into ADHD when it's really like, I'm really giving my all to this. Like I'm really trying, but it, it often appears like you have an ego. You don't want to do things your way. You are always just focused on things that don't matter. You're chasing, well, what they said, uh, the night shining stuff. It's, it's really like, it's frustrating because that's really not who we are. We are really trying our best to be great at whatever we're doing. We're just struggling to stay on, uh, stay on the task at hand. And it's really because, like I said, that dopamine effect. It's like diabetes because we constantly need to get stimulated in order to keep us, you know, heavily interested in something. And if there is no stimulation, then we will often be the ones that's going to burn out quick. We will be the ones that's going to bounce around from job to job. We're going to have several relationships, several partners. Uh, we're going to be in many different situations where we're just constantly not stable. We're going to move around a lot. We're going to do a lot of different things because that just comes with it because our brains are just, and it's hard for the world to keep up with us. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be the one from now to from. Since I had it, since I was diagnosed with it, up until the day I passed away, it's going to be, man, I'm going to be that advocate to the end of time where, you know, ADHD is something to be aware of because a lot of people have it and may not even know they have it, right? You might have it, you don't even know you have it. Because um, I know a lot of it is prevalent for the younger generation now. I think it's one of them things that it's it's really would be convenient for you to figure out if you do have this type of disorder because it's not curable. But the idea is that it, it, it'll explain a lot of the situations you've probably been putting yourself in. Um, the way to handle ADHD, so there's two ways. Yeah, medication, of course, and behavior therapy, uh, cognitive behavior therapy, CBT, I think is what it's called, which I do both. Um, the medication part, you can get the stimulant. I mean, stimulant drugs are non-stimulant drugs. So stimulant drugs, everybody familiar, Adderall, Vyvanse, Ritalin, um, and the non-stimulant things are like Stratera and something else like that that I tried. Stimulants work for me because it speeds me up. It actually allows me to 
think very creatively. Um, but the non-stimulus kind of slow you down. So I, that's why I didn't want to do that because it really puts you in a position where you feel like paralyzed and I don't like feeling like I'm too slow. So I can't, couldn't do that. Um, at least on my body, it affected me in that way. Outside of that, the therapeutic side, like, you know, talking to a therapist and having those sessions where you kind of just being able to just express what's going on and kind of just alleviate what's in your head. I think that's a beauty of the CPT as well because it, it just adds that second layer of like support, help, you know, things like that. Because it is a very hard disorder to manage because it's a mental health disease and it's very sporadic um, when the moments are happening. So if you do not understand it, if you do not understand the person who has it, then it can be rough for you because you're going to think this person is just a terrible person when really they're struggling with something and it's like you just, you kind of got to cope with us, you know what I mean? Because um, I think the worst combination is somebody with OCD and somebody with ADHD because I think, um, I was, I've been living with that. Uh, and that is very tough because somebody who, you know, is very strict on the way they do things or the way they clean or the way they uh, think, the way they operate. And then somebody who who has ADHD, who's just very organized chaos, right? It's different. It's, it's a mess. So if you don't understand each other, that can be very, very tough. And that can put a very big strain on whatever relationship you have, um, friendship you have with work, your partner whomever, right? But there's some good that comes out of this. This is actually the biggest takeaway that I like to walk away with when describing ADHD is this is one of the disorders and diseases that we're one of the, we are probably the most creative folks in the world. Folks with ADHD are the ones that are going to think outside of the box. They're going to make up things that are just fun. They're the funnest people to be around because our brains move so fast and think so quickly and creatively that we're not typical, right? We're neuro, what is the word, neurodivergence. So we're not typical in the way we do things and handle things because um, typical stuff bore us. We get bored fast. So we're constantly thinking of like, we're constantly innovation, constantly being innovative, constantly figuring things out. And we're also, when it comes down to support, we are that friend who will come to need. One of the biggest traits, a beautiful traits about ADHD is that when there is chaos, we are the people to be. We are the people that you need. We become Superman, Batman. We become the superhero because whenever chaos happens, our mind kicks into hyperfocus. It, it's, it's something that just drives us now. now. Now, challenge alerted, right? So crisis alerted. So now that we know there's a crisis, we know we got to put everything into this. And we're often the ones who help figure out very, very, very tough problems uh, because we simplify things and we just execute. So it really, it really does come in handy, you know, having, you know, suffering from something like this because the beautiful side of it is that, you know, you, you have the ability in your brain to just um, see things other people can't normally see, right? Point things out, be as creative and just think outside the box where you can, you know, not be so normal. Because uh, when you think about that, if you think about that for a second and... I know this happens a lot, like whether it's with uh, my job or whether it's with relationships, whatever it is. Think about whenever there's a problem that happens and it always seems like it's a stressful situation, right? We're the ones that come in and just kind of just dissect everything and then come up with some type of solution. And, and, and it can be like something you never was even thinking about. And it's like we are the ones where you go like, ah, oh, I wasn't thinking about it like that. We're the ones that help you do that. So that's the beautiful part about it that most people don't give us credit for. But. I'm here to say, man, it's a it's beauty that comes within the story, within the storm of, 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 of suffering from something this high of a magnitude. 
and the fact that it's not curable is what kind of causes a lot of like you know i mean it just never gets better i mean you can get better over time where you can kind of adjust to it and your body adapts to it but for most folks uh you probably never you know really recover fully from it it's just something you just kind of maintain and manage um but i would implore everybody that you know especially the younger generation go get checked uh go get go get um some help and see like if you do suffer from this if you do have this so you can start working on you know figuring out ways to to kind of cope with it because it is a very serious mental disorder i kid you not it's very serious it's very common and some folks have it when they were young i know i had it i've always had it i believe my entire life but i didn't get diagnosed till about four years ago right so i've always had it i didn't get fully diagnosed till i was an adult um because all of the same traits have just been the same i employ everybody who you know might be feeling like some of those things maybe them just to go get that get that check right uh get a good psychiatrist good doctor and have them kind of look at you and, and kind of you know help you make that decision because i think it's definitely something to to get on get in front of because it's not it's going to cause a lot of ruckus in your everyday life like it's just going to screw up everything because we are destructive in certain ways because our way of thinking like i said is organized chaos it's not just chaotic and we just all hell bent but it's really like it's organized chaos. It's just different type of like organization that we operate. We don't do things a certain way. We kind of like things to be in a way that allows us to stay in tune. Um, but like I said before, like one of the things that really pissed me off about ADHD is the way it's looked at, right? Um, so a lot of folks look at us like we're lazy, like we don't want to do the work and stuff like that. And it's really not that, man. It's really not uh that at all it's really us really trying to do our best that we can to kind of to proceed to prosper right but i'm literally trying to do what you're asking so uh for folks who don't have it and may may not even understand it you know i would employ like i said before to do some research on this at least the minimum research just to understand what this disease is and how it affects whoever you know your partner your employer your employee whoever it is because if you don't understand it then you're going to always be at constant fight and 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 it's going to be miserable because because you don't understand it it's going to be like you're going to expect us to just be normal you're going to expect us to do things normal and then when you start expecting us to do things normal that's typically when we get overwhelmed and depressed and burnt out and things like that uh because that leads into that that point um adhd is often coupled with depression anxiety um, those are the two biggest things that ADHD is often coupled with. We are often big anxiety people and often get depressed more easily than others. The reason for the depression comes from we can literally be laying down and our minds are still running a mile an hour. But the fact that we know we should be doing something, but we're trying to rest, that's gonna that puts us in a spiral. Like we know we could be doing this we know we could be finishing that we know be, we could be getting ahead and we just can't move it's almost like being, it's ADHD paralysis right you literally like I know I can I can physically move and do this but like my brain just it's just not letting me like I'm trying to move this thing and clean this thing but I just my brain just not want me to do it um, and that can lead to a lot of depression because it, it makes us feel like we're putting ourselves down right so that, that really puts us in a dark spot we get depressed way more easier than other folks um so that's tough right it is that's a challenge in itself the other part of it is the anxiety part so anxiety comes because we're always like alert so we're overly alert in a lot of different ways where our nerves get very bad for no apparent reason at all 
Uh, but I think it's because our body is just like we 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 can see things and we love chaotic moments, but it's like we're always like we're just chaos, man. Um, we're just we're just organized chaos, and and you know the anxiety plays a huge part in it. Um, but overall, I mean, talking about this subject is big. Um, when you think about it, there are within ADHD. I think there there's a bunch of different celebrities. Like I said bunch of different well-known people let's just say that word better that have been suffering from it um i know simone biles who was uh the gym the gymnastic the gymnast michael phelps he suffers with it um justin timberlake suffers with it um the virgin the virgin islands owner i forgot his name um i forgot what his name is where was richard Right, Richard Richard Brunson, I think that's what his name is. So Richard Brunson, the owner of Virgin Islands, Virgin Mobile, um, he suffers with it as well as Bill Gates. Right, everybody knows Bill Gates. So these are folks, and you think about the the life that they have. These are folks that are very successful. So this is a this is a disease that relatively still healthy. We just have to kind of we need a little push and kick and nudge and and, and pull to do things. But there's a lot of success. I think Elon Musk also has it as well. But there's a lot of success that comes out of it. It's a lot of great opportunities that come from it. In the job world, so from a career standpoint, there are certain types of jobs, and I'll break down to you. There are certain types of jobs. So if you have ADHD, these are like areas you should be mainly looking at. So there are certain jobs that are way more beneficial to us than others, and I'll break down both, the ones that are beneficial and the ones that are not. The ones that are these are jobs that allow us to be free. These are allow- jobs that allow us to be creative. These are jobs that allow us flexibility. Um, so, of course, entrepreneurship is one. So, a career where you are in charge of your own schedule, your own life, your own everything, your own income. Entrepreneurship is the number one thing that um, people with ADHD thrive in and could be great at. The drawback to it is that oftentimes we need our own assistant because we leaving us in charge of our own damn calendar and schedule is probably not the wisest thing to do, but it comes with the good part of it that we're allowed to just think freely and creatively. So that, that is the number one trait, um, speaking from an entrepreneur myself. The second part, another job is something in a content creation world where you're kind of just, you know, you're constantly creating things, right? So anything content creation wise, you're constantly moving and doing things like that. Something in that aspect. Um, it's also big sales, anything with a sales environment. Um, but there's an asterisk on this. So of course for us, we're natural talkers and we're always energetic and we're always creative. Sales is a big industry for us, but we cannot sell what we don't believe in. So we have to believe in it in order to sell it. If we don't believe in it, then we don't like it and then we'll get bored and then we're not selling nothing. So so keep that in mind, especially employers to business owners, keep that in mind whenever you hire somebody with ADHD that they have to believe in what you are doing and what the team and the company itself is doing, or we won't sell a thing. Uh, but once we do buy into you, we will sell, we will make you a lot of money. I'll tell you that. Um, and another big one is anything emergency response related. So police, ambulance, firefighters, anything that deals with crisis and thoughtful thinking and thinking outside the box and, and fast response, like anything in that aspect you can think of is what we thrive in. Like that's an environment for us that keeps us on our toes. It keeps us interested. It keeps us going. Um, and, and it's just something that just keeps the motor, right? So emergency response is another big one. And I think a last one 
I can bring up is being an athlete, which is typical in some situations, but not everybody can be a professional athlete. But being an athlete in general is a great uh, career for a lot of folks with ADHD, mainly because it allows us to, once again, be flexible, be creative, and we often have a heightened sense of, like, crisis whenever we are an athlete, where we have to either make a different move, we have to do some cuts, we have to just be aware of whatever's coming. We have to, we're in competitive mode, so we got to make sure we, we maneuver through certain things. So it allows us to, to constantly stay on our toes and constantly stay into what we're doing. It keeps our brain engaged um, and very much highly stimulated. So anything that deals with stimulation to the brain is what we are missing. And folks who are not in fields like that, that's when that medication comes in play. Because that goes to the next point where, you know, jobs that are not beneficial for us, this is anything that requires office work. If you put us in an office, lock us away in a cubicle, if you do anything that deals with monotony, monotonous, boring, dull, just everyday busy work, you will crush us. We cannot sit at the desk for eight hours a day. We have to be moving around. We have to be talking. We have to be thinking. We have to be writing. We have to be just out and about. If you shelter us, if the second we feel restricted in any manner, we will leave. We will leave or we will lose complete interest. And both of those are going to cause the productivity and the revenue of the place of whatever job it is to decrease. I promise you. But we are probably the most talented people you might actually hire. However, we have no problem just stopping. We, our brains won't allow us to do things that aren't stimulating to us. And it sounds like, you know, like I said earlier, one of the traits everybody looks at us and says that either we're lazy, we're selfish, we're arrogant, we're all about ourselves, and it's really not. When I'm, I'm telling you, when my brain says I cannot do it, it sounds simple to where it's like, it sounds like an excuse, but I'm literally telling you my brain won't allow me to do what you're asking me to do. I know I can go and move that trash can right there, but like my brain is not allowing me to do it. And it sounds so silly. It sounds so stupid. But until you are suffering from this disorder, you will not understand, man. You just won't understand. And it is it is frustrating uh, because we mean no harm with anything that we do, but just the intentions of who we are gets rubbed the wrong way. And we're not lazy. We're not selfish. We're not all for ourselves. We we are not like we, we want to do the work, man. We want to be here. We want to be involved. We want to be around. But like we're trying, and like give us a break, man. Give us a break because we we are really trying to do our best. But sometimes our brains just aren't allowing us to do it. And like I said, it sounds so damn silly and, and crazy to say, but in reality, that's really what we suffer with. Um. And that's why I mentioned, like, anything that involves monotonous works, any any office jobs, any secretarial things, any anything like that that doesn't involve us thinking, talking, moving, you're going to crush us. Um, so for those of you who are out there looking for a job, finding something in that space where, man, you can you can be able to think freely, think thoughtfully. Um, because if not, if you're just staring at a computer all day, if you're just staring at paperwork all day, if you anything in that aspect, you're done. This is a matter of time before you actually clock out and, and, and um, you know what I mean? You clock out and you not you don't want to be at the place anymore, right? So take all that into consideration because this is something, like I said, that I battled my entire life. And, and uh, 
now in a position where starting to understand it more, starting to understand my flaws of it, starting to understand how I can mitigate a lot of different things, but also I've been really pushing the issue to just explain and express this to others who don't have it, who don't understand. Because, you know, when you see it a certain way, you kind of make your own decisions and you start judging us off of that. And then that's when the frustration even piles up because now you start insulting us for for things that we really are trying our best to work through. You know what I mean? But it's just been one of those things that I'm just happy to say I'm a, I'm a part of the ADHD family. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I have this type of disorder uh, by any means necessary. I actually see the beauty in it. And... Um, I know that the value comes greater with somebody with this because of the amount of things that we can do that neurotypical people can't do, right? So I'm very much proud to say that. Um, but in the meantime, that's all I got for this episode. I really appreciate, once again, you guys sitting in and, you know, let me know how you feel about this. For those who do have it, you know, let me know how you are handling this on a day-to-day basis, right? Because um, I'm still trying to find ways to kind of get through the way I do things, right? So... Uh, let's build a community off of this. This is something I stand for. I know October is ADHD Awareness Month, so I'm going to be a big supporter from here going forward uh, when it comes down to that because this is something that I think, you know, is very, very critical. Um, but, yeah, like I said, man, like, comment, subscribe, share. Please push the message. Man, it's been an honor to just constantly be putting out stuff um, and just kind of being able to share my side, right? Because it, it's a lot of frustration that comes with a lot of this, a lot of, thing, a lot of things, you know what I mean? So, um and whether right or wrong i'm always gonna be behind somebody with adhd i'm just saying like that's just me the way we think about things we often oftentimes are looked at as nonchalant and we don't care that's pretty much who we are but we really do care we just show it a different way you know what i mean um but yeah you know as we kind of go forward all of this is just just it's a journey we all on you know and i'm proud to say i'm a part of it uh with you guys but uh in the meantime you guys know how the motto go always be clever